listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services they provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. Thanks for joining us for the Fayetteville 411. I'm Sherry Kropp. And I'm Gab McRoberts, and we're your hosts for this podcast. The Fayetteville 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fayetteville, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fayetteville. Well, the holiday season is upon us, and I know there are a lot of folks who are pulling out the holiday decorations and have started shopping for gifts. So we've invited Ken Winchell, a crime prevention specialist with the Fayetteville Police Department, and Jamie Everett, fire safety educator from the Fayetteville Fire Department, to give us some tips on how to stay safe during this holiday season. Uh, Ken, I'm going to start with you because probably one of the biggest shopping days is coming up, Black Friday, right after Thanksgiving. What are some precautions that people can take in order to have a safe shopping experience? Well, the biggest thing that uh, the Fayetteville Police Department is going to recommend is uh, if you're going to go shopping, park in a well-lit area, well-traveled area. Uh, Remember a landmark. So say you do go to a a mall, try and remember a particular light pole or a, a building name so you can remember where you're parked from diagonally. If you do go shopping into multiple stores, once you leave that first store, and you go and unload your packages in your vehicle, make sure you put them in your trunk, and physically move your vehicle because there are people that are going to be watching people leaving these stores. The one thing I did want to um, emphasize too, Ken, is that always be aware of your surroundings. Like when you're shopping and you're approaching your vehicle, like I, I'm always looking around to see if there's anybody lurking at the car next to me or whatever. It's a different world now that we're living in. But if you're going to put stuff in the vehicles, move your vehicle, and then you can enjoy it. That way your hands are free. Uh, the ladies, we recommend you carry your purse under your arm, or if you've got a long strap, put it up over around your neck so it's diagonal across your chest. Hold it close to your chest. Do not carry your Social Security card at any time. Limit the amount of cash and credit cards you do carry. Uh, we recommend that you take a photograph of those, so if, God forbid, something happens, you drop one or you lose one, you're going to have documentation right away to go to, like, a lost and found and say, hey, that is my credit card. Uh, and then, a good idea. I've never thought about that. And then the biggest thing that with the restrictions and stuff with the COVID, a lot of people are going online. And if I can go into that, uh, I've in researching for this project, I found out that there's numerous uh, businesses that are willing to work with people as they order packages to be delivered uh we have it's the season of the porch pirates as we call them people will literally follow the fedex or ups vehicles and they'll watch what's being dropped off at the doorsteps if anybody's seen some of the ring uh ring doorbell footage you'll see people running up to uh, the porch doorway grabbing a package and gone matter of seconds so what we recommend is that if you're going to have packages delivered, you can kind of control when they're going to be delivered as long as you communicate with your uh, sender. So FedEx has it a great deal that where you can drop off and pick up packages at Dollar General, Walgreens, Target, Office Max, and Walmart, just to name a few here locally in our area. Uh, you can also have a neighbor or family member. If you've got an idea, say you have an expensive piece of jewelry coming in the mail, you can coordinate that to say, hey, what time frame are they going to be dropping that off and have a family member or a neighbor be there and always get a signature. That way there's an accountability process there too. 
I, I think that's a lot of good points. And I think of one of the other things I, I can remember too is when when you do get these packages, you got to make sure you break down that packaging because that's that can be like an advertisement to thieves that are going through a neighborhood to see what's in your house. Correct. When I, I went from uh, forensics, which was reaction, I came over to the prevention side of the house. And that was one of the biggest things when I was in my training, and I never thought of it. People will get these big TVs and curio, you know, all kinds of big electronics, and then they just carry it out to the curbside. Well, that's basically an invite to say, hey, guys, look what I got this Christmas. Right. Uh, so we recommend, like you said, Gavin, break it down, get a, a dark bag, trash bag, break it down. That way you can take it to recycle bin if you're going to go that route, but break that package down. And when you do get that set up in your house uh, or your apartment or whatever, don't advertise, you know, don't leave your windows and curtains open. So if you're working to pay for that, you don't want somebody that's walking by that's going to see all this new electronics. Uh, you know, we got so this world is just full of technology that people will just come by that they couldn't afford it at the time. And it's crime is a an opportunity. If people can grab it, they're going to take it. I know with uh, after people after we've done our Christmas shopping, people are, are the thieves are looking to do theirs, and that kind of leads us into the next question. I know Sherry wanted to talk about travel safety as well. Right. A lot of people are going to be traveling to visit family for the holidays. Maybe not as much as in the past because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But um, for people who are going away for the holidays, what are some tips that you can give uh, for them to keep their house in that, safe? That's a great lead into this. Uh, the City of Fayetteville Police Department has a program where you guys can call in or you can go online and we will uh, set up a request for a house check or a party check. So say you aren't even leaving the area, we can do a party check for you where officers will come over at, a, at your location because you're requesting that. Just kind of the presence will kind of keep people under control. We're not there to break up a party. If you ask us to come, we're just there for safety because sometimes with the alcohol, things can escalate. With an officer presence, you know, they're not there to hassle anybody. They're just going to walk through or drive through and just say, hey, we're here just in case anybody needs anything. As far as the house checks, you can go to FAYPD.com, and that's where you can go online, and you'll follow it. You'll select community policing, and then you'll go down and request a house or party check. And then of those two programs, if you read about it, it'll tell you about each particular item. And then you can go ahead and request a house check. And it's ask basic stuff like your first name, your last, and we're going to break that down with your address and your time frame. Something that we have to stress is that you cannot exceed a three-week period. We're not a security firm. We're not going to go out there every day. Officers are going to go as the calls dictate, but we will go by and we will document that your house was all secure at the time. And, and a I lot think, of people follow us up on Ring because they'll see an officer walk by or drive by. I think it's also a good reminder to, um, to wait to post your uh, family trip photos um, until after you get back because you don't want to advertise that you're out of the house or away from home. So I think that's another good reminder. And something else I wanted to add was that if you wanted more safety tips, please visit the F uh, Fayetteville Police Department website at fayypd.com, and you'll see a list of uh, holiday safety tips. Thank you. And Ken, I want to thank you. Uh, I know there's so much more we can talk about, but I think we also want to uh, let Jamie uh, share some safety tips as well for the fire department. So, uh. Yeah, Jamie, a lot of people are uh, putting up their decorations now. They're pulling them out of the attic and the closets to set up the tree and decorate the yard. What are some safety tips that you can give uh, for holiday decorating? 
Well, you're right. So my house is already fully decorated. Uh, at my house, we love Christmas and the holidays. Oh, you're that guy. <laughs> I am that guy. We start decorating around July 4th or something like that. But, yeah, so, Sherry, you're right. We need to be safe. Uh, when it comes to Christmas lights and Christmas trees and things like that, uh, we love a, a good live tree, but just make sure you're getting a tree that's not already dried out when you pick one out. And when you bring it home, go ahead and cut a fresh cut on the bottom of the trunk. Uh, it's super important that this tree is watered daily, and it needs a fresh cut on the bottom to make sure it's absorbing the correct amount of water. Also, when it comes to Christmas lights and decorations on the trees, um, they're lots of fun, but we want to make sure that we're using the right kind, some that are not 50 years old and uh, could have shorts in them or something of that nature. Make sure you're using the correct lights for indoor and outdoor usage. Uh, lights do have specifications for them, and they should all be uh, approved through the underwriter's laboratory. So you'll always look for a correct tag um, of identification on uh, each strand of lights. And you don't want to uh, continuously daisy chain these lights, as we like to call it. Uh, you don't want to have, you know, 10 or 15 strands plugged in together. A lot of trees now come pre-lit, which is wonderful. Um, I'm a fan of that myself. But if you are going to uh, plug them in together, just make sure you're following those manufacturer's guidelines and making sure that um, they're done correctly to keep everybody safe in the house. No. And limit the number of extension cords and things like that as well, right? Well, you know, actually, you don't want to use any extension cords oh, to okay. light your tree. Uh, an extension cord is something that's to be used temporary. So inside of a home, we suggest that a tree is plugged directly into a, a wall outlet uh, to prevent fire. And uh, if you have to use a, an extension cord, make sure it's one that's rated correctly that can be used for something like that. It just all goes back to the, the manufacturing guidelines for that product. But we do suggest that you plug directly into a wall outlet. And then I know a, a lot of people may decorate um, or, or have candles around just for the aroma of, you know, for the holidays or whatever what would you uh what kind of tips would you give about that right so if you don't have a, a real tree you love to have the fraser fir smell in your house so you have a good candle going but just be safe you know make sure there's a clearance area around that candle make sure it's uh, nowhere where a child could reach it or, or a pet could accidentally knock it off uh, we love having our pets in our home but uh, they can pose some type of danger as well so keep it out of arm's reach keep it in a safe area and uh just make sure there's nothing around it that's flammable and when you leave make sure it's blown out when you go to sleep make sure it's blown out uh, there should never be an active flame in your home when you're not there you know when I always think of holiday I always think of when I was a kid and my dad burned that one roast so I imagine you guys see a lot of cooking fires uh, especially this time of year um, you know what are some of the um, safety tips you can share with our listeners about cooking safety well, cooking safety is number one, Gavin. Uh, cooking fires or unattended cooking fires are still our leading uh, cause of fire in the home. Thanksgiving Day is the leading cause nationally um, of structure fires in the United States. So uh, it's just a good time to be prepared to cook safely. Uh, if you do have a kitchen fire, make sure you put it out correctly by removing one of the elements, maybe smothering it, or uh, maybe just you know turning the knob off if you can. Never add water to a grease fire. Also, um, if you have a fire flare up in your oven, again, remove the power if you can. If it ever seems that it's too much, just get out and call 911. Uh, we'd rather you get out. Homes are replaceable, um, belongings are replaceable, but humans are not replaceable. So just make good decisions while you're in the kitchen. Stay in there, pay attention. And if you're out on a whim and you want to fry turkey this year, 
please, please, please make sure you're not next to your home or on your deck or anything of that nature. You need to be a good 25 or 30 foot away from a structure, frying on level ground, again, following those manufacturer's guidelines. Not all frying pots and fryers are the same, so definitely read over your instructions and just follow it to uh, as close as you can. And Jamie, that's going to lead me to the the final question. Um, I know we've had some mild temperatures here, but we do expect cooler temperatures. Uh, people are going to start using alternative heating sources. What can you tell us about that? That's a great question, Sherry. A lot of people here uh, use space heaters, right? We do live in an area where um, one day it may be a, a mild day and the next day may be very cold at night. So if you're going to use a space heater, make sure that uh, it's plugged directly into a wall outlet, again not into an extension cord. Make sure you have a three foot clearance around a space heater or any heating source, whether it may be a kerosene heater or something like that. Which brings me to, to note that if you're using a heater that is fueled, uh, make sure you're using the correct type of fuel. Um, you, you would never want to put gasoline into a kerosene heater. Uh, it has a lot, you know, lower ignition point and things of that nature. So uh, just make sure you're using the right type of fuel and the right type of heating source and that you have a clearance area of at least three foot around it. We want you to be warm, but we want you to be safe. So uh, just continue to uh, make sure you're doing everything correctly. I think that's also a good reminder, too, to always have your heating, air conditioning, HVAC systems checked out seasonally uh, to make sure it's safe cause, and check your air filters and that sort of thing, too, because that can also be a, a potential source. It, it definitely can. And when you turn it on for the first time, which we probably already have, uh, your heat may burn off some dust that's on the element. But if this is something that persists, just know that the Fayetteville Fire Department is here to serve you. So uh, it didn't cost anything for us to come out and check. So if uh, you are a little concerned, you know, just contact uh, 911 and we'll come out and assist you in any way we can. Exactly. And also don't forget to change out and check your smoke alarms, right? That should be a monthly thing. Testing your smoke alarms, Gavin, is very important. Um, It is a proven fact that working smoke alarms save lives. All right. Well, I think I want to thank both of you gentlemen for coming on, Ken and Jamie. I think you shared a lot of great information, uh, a lot of good reminders. I know it's something uh, working in this business, I, I kind of help share that information as much as I can. Uh, but I always learn something new, and I definitely learn something new. Like Ken talking about uh, setting up uh, drop-off locations for your purchases yes. so porch pirates don't go surfing on your property. Um, well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Fable 411. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable, the City of Fable's podcast channel, as we provide shows like this and other timely and informative updates every week. You can subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music Podcast Portal. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fade TV streaming app available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can also view all of our video content by visiting FayTV.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayettevilleNC.gov. Thanks for joining us.